Hey, what's up? My name is Vince, and I am a hardcore kid. What does that mean? Well, if you're a hardcore kid, you know what that means, too. It means you listen to hardcore and punk music. means you go to hardcore shows, support hardcore bands. And generally, though, not always sort of abide by or are at least aware of the social norms and ethics that come with the history of hardcore punk music. And this podcast is going to be chronicling a journey of mine into extreme music. Now, my journey into extreme music started a long time ago, but we'll get into more about me later. Right now, I want to talk about hardcore at large and the trend that I've been noticing, which is the genre of death metal proliferating itself into our spaces. And by our spaces, I mean hardcore spaces. It's not uncommon to see death metal imagery at shows in the form of shirts and merch designs from hardcore bands kind of getting a little bit blended in that world. Musically, death metal being influential, you know, the big slam part revival of the last uh, couple years, bands ripping off suffocation and thrashier stuff, sort of, that you, you know, definitely contribute to Power Trip and and bands like that. But also, you know, I feel like the Power Trip influence has kind of melded and then kids are crossing over and they see, you know, the late, great Riley Gale wearing a, an obituary shirt and they want to check it out. And that kind of proliferation has been happening to the point where death metal is almost at this point sort of like inescapable if you're into hardcore. So especially us punks, we like to think that we're not susceptible to trends, but I myself personally have to admit this trend kind of caught me up. And if you see enough people talking about Bolt Thrower on Twitter, you're going to be like, mm, what is Bolt Thrower? And check it out, right? And that's kind of what happened to me. Started seeing more talk about death metal on internet spaces. There were no shows in the past two years, so I couldn't really see that. But anyway, I started kind of checking out death metal. Now, this is where I start talking about myself for a little bit, just to give you guys some context, because over the next 40 episodes of this podcast, I'm going to be putting a lot of myself into what I'm talking about and my perspective. So yeah, let's talk about me for a little bit. Why the fuck not? I was born in Canada, Toronto, Canada in 1991. Grew up in the suburbs of Toronto for the first 18 years of my life. And I was always interested in music, but never really the extreme kind of music because when I was in high school, think around 2004 to 2009, 
we're talking about the scene phase, especially where I was. We're talking about a lot of tight pants, a lot of swoopy hair, a lot of guy liner, stuff that I just was not at all drawn towards. So I never got into extreme music. I was more focused on grunge and classic rock and rap music until I got to college. And then somehow it seemed like every single friend I made was into more extreme forms of music. Deathcore was in its heyday. This is 2009. Bands like Circus Survive were really big. And the rabbit hole that I personally fell down was when I discovered a website called punknews.org, which, as the name suggests, is a aggregate for news articles about punk music. And anybody who's familiar with that website knows there's a certain specific type of band that gets jocked on there a lot, like... The Hot Water Musics and the Avails and the Jawbreakers of the World, sort of like melodic epiphat punk, but of the extremely heart on your sleeve and also kind of like darker, gruffer variety. So started getting into some of that. I also started getting into the contemporary punk of the day from that website and because I found the, let's say, new media personality of Patrick Kinlan from end of a year. So, you know, I had a different journey from my friends who were all listening to Amir and what have you at this time. I started listening to bands like Touche Amore and Law Dispute, Title Fight, sort of that like softer wave of shit. And then from there bands like Have Heart and Bane. And then that led into more straightforward hardcore, No Warning, the stuff that was popular around the time, like Trash Talk, Turnstile later on a little bit. And eventually I kind of realized from like hanging out at hardcore shows and consuming media about hardcore that I knew what was happening contemporarily, but I didn't have any grasp at all on the classics. So I feel like I've spent the last five or so years catching up on the classics, you know, like the bad brains of the world, the youth of today's, the minor threats, all those bands that really set the mold for what I was hearing without me really noticing it. And I feel like that's like backwards. That's not the way that if I could have chosen to experience hardcore, I would have chosen to differently. So when I started hearing about death metal, I had a new chance to kind of start over again and do it on my terms and do exactly that. You know, we have a lot of popular death metal bands out right now. And I'm not even paying attention to them, really, except for, you know, the the absolute cream of the crop, because I wanted to start with the classics. I set some parameters when I started listening to death metal. I said, I'm going to listen to stuff from the beginning of the genre to 1995. And that will give me a good understanding of 
like what the sonic touch points are for everything that comes after that. And I'm a glutton for punishment. I like to put weird rules around the music I listen to. I like to punish myself. And in my research, quote unquote, of old school death metal, I came across a list from a magazine called Terrorizer Magazine, which is a British publication who I think deals mostly in like, like they focus on like, it's called Terrorizer. Like it, it focuses on older metal bands sort of like you know that whole scene the death metal scene the grindcore scene what have you and not like the super underground everyone's a punk kid growing out their hair for a summer scene too like these are people who aren't afraid of a big room metal band but anyway they put out like numerous listicles throughout their history i'm not sure if there's still a magazine or not and one of the lists that they created was the top 40 death metal albums of all time. So I decided, you know, I've been listening to death metal for about a year now, but what better way to kind of give myself a crash course and familiarize myself with the world than punish myself by listening to 40 albums off this listicle. And... Then I got the bright idea that maybe other people in my realm would also kind of benefit from that exercise. So being somebody who has dabbled in music criticism before, I decided that I was going to start a podcast, tackle each one of these 40 albums, with his own separate short episode and just like give my opinion on what I thought of these albums so that people in my position who like death metal but aren't super familiar with it sort of have like a touchstone to base some listening off of and you know, like I said, being a music critic, once you start to learn how to criticize music, you very quickly figure out if you don't have the language and the reference points for something, you don't do a very good job of critiquing it. So for this exercise, Death Metal Discharge, the podcast, I am going to try my best to speak about these albums from Number one, my perspective, and number two, the perspective of somebody who listens to hardcore of all types, you know, everything from Knock Loose to the fucking Convulse Records roster, I'll listen to anything, but isn't familiar with death metal because I feel like there's a lot of people out there who are in my shoes kind of just wading into these waters right now. And I'm going to take myself on a 40-album journey, a 40-week-long journey with one new episode a week, God willing. And um, I hope you'll come along for that journey with me, and I hope you enjoy it, because I'm going to enjoy it. So yeah, this is 
Death Metal Discharge, the Death Metal Podcast by a Hardcore Kid. If that's interesting to you, I'm going to throw up the first episode number 40 on the list at the same time as this, and you can check out what I'm doing. Yeah, so click that episode link, head on over there, and uh, let's get into the list. Thanks a lot.